0: You could bleep it.
1: Ah, that would go against everything, everything you believe. I, yeah.
0: I hold dear and stand for.
1: Welcome to the Video Gamer Podcast, episode 272. My name is Colin O'Hearn, and with me this week... It's been a tough decision for him to make. He still has so much love for the other person as a family. It's freelancer Adam Cook. Hello, Adam.
0: Hello. Is, I'm going to take a wild stab in the dark that that is a reference to the show. I'm the only person who doesn't watch it. Love Island?
1: No, okay. No, it's not. Okay. Now we can we can get on to Love Island if you want. Absolutely no need to time, do that on my behalf. At time of recording, oh, Adam, it was all kicking off was last it? night. There was a recoupling. Poor Georgia. Oh God, it's listen. It's breaking my heart even trying to even thinking about it. So let's not. But what cultural reference? Right. What what, what what was that? Is it the royal family? No. You're a modern man, aren't you? You stay up to trends, stay up no. to trend. trends. That is true. That is true. Of course, Adam, I am speaking about Cheryl Baker, I was going to say Cheryl Co. No, I think she just goes by Cheryl now. Okay, I think I know and who he- that is. And Liam Payne, who sadly are no longer together. Oh God, I already thought
0: you were going a different direction then, who <laughs> sadly are no longer with us.
1: They haven't died. That is that is the good
0: thing. Just emotionally.
1: Adam. Yes. Uh, Adam, as I mm. said, you are freelancer Adam Cook, which yeah. is the kind of Bret the Hitman heart title I have given you. That's fine. Uh, your name has popped up a couple of times in recent weeks on yeah. videogamer.com. <laughs> Thank you very much for coming on the podcast this week because... The, the listener doesn't know this norm maybe they don't need to know it but our building <laughs> has been quarantined or quarantined something. well i'm not entirely sure what's happening but the door won't open there's an electrical fault and no one can get into the actual building uh and so the whole building like the, everyone no, the, who works the, in that building yes yes yeah. a, it's a big building it is a big building and i'm the fucking idiot then that still goes no i have to do a podcast yep. No no, there's not the podcast
0: will stop for no man and no electrical fault. At Jesus Christ. Yeah, you're committed, Column.
1: On to the news this week, and Adam Cook. Have you been staying up to date? <laughs> on, I think we on established that I haven't. Play. Oh, okay. Sorry, okay,
0: sorry, on that. Yes, I
1: have, yes. <laughs> on the cross. Games play. are important, mate. I, I look out for them things. Good, good, good. Have you seen? That Sean Layden has he has broken his silence and he and the the Fortnite issue and crossplay as a whole, really because has speaking evil? to mm, well okay speaking to Eurogamer, <laughs> yeah. Layden said uh, when asked about, about crossplay and uh, the the reaction from from people across the world. He said, we're hearing it. We're looking at a lot of the possibilities. You can imagine that the circumstances around that affect a lot more than just one game. I'm confident we'll get to a solution which will be understood and accepted by our gaming community while at the same time supporting our business. Now, only a mere two day, two, three days after that, uh, an interview with Todd Howard that was conducted by, let me get the outlet, GameStar. Uh, Joe, I think it was over E3 anyway mm. uh, That that was released And in that Todd Howard was asked about Crossplay for Fallout 76 And he said Quote You cannot do crossplay in 76 We'd really love that But right now We can't And then when he was Pushed on why He said Sony is not as helpful As everyone would like Todd Howard What a bitch Throwing shade Throwing some super shade there On PlayStation, now, this story rages on Mm. and on and on. And is there an end in sight, Adam? That's what I put to you. Yeah,
0: because, like, you know, listen, to read that speech... speech, It wasn't a speech. Yours was a speech. This was just a quote. Um, To read the quote from Layden, he just says, you know, I'm confident we'll get to a solution. There you go, it's done. It's all sorted. Fine. It'll be done. Right? That's how it works, isn't it? You know, he'll sort it because, you know, that's the way things work. Like... Do you not do you not think there's a lot to unpack here? Do you not think this is a really it, it's we all know the story like the, the, you know that preceded it. We all know why this is all kicking off. Do you mm-hmm. not think there's an awful lot to unpack in those statements? Like for a start, Laden is saying absolutely nothing absolutely nothing. Oh, yeah. You can imagine there's it's a room full of journalists just going on and on at him, and he's like, oh, for fuck's sake, I have to say something. So he said something without saying anything. And then do you not think that there's an odd statement from Todd Howard to say that he would like people to be able to play with each other? That I'll rephrase that slightly. Um, that he wants players... To, no, that's, that's what he said. He's essentially saying, I would love to do more work. And then also, how come... Why can't you do cross-play? Because... You can do crossplay in Fortnite, just not with Sony stuff. You can do crossplay yep. in Minecraft and Rocket League, just not with Sony stuff. Why can't If Todd Howard really believes in what he's saying, why can't they use Fallout, which is a huge a huge name in gaming, Fallout is a big series. Why can't they use that to exert more pressure? And say You can do crossplay, but unfortunately it's only between Xbox and PC because, you know, Sony don't want to play ball. Because he is saying that. He's saying Sony aren't as helpful helpful as everyone would like. But he could he could do cross-play, just not with Sony, like everyone else is doing. Like, why not, you know,
1: push? Uh, are, you, are you saying that, like, Howard isn't... Yeah, he's not exerting his 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 power as much as he can, is it? Like, he should be going, well, you yeah, you can... The PC and Xbox players, they can play together. PlayStation mm-hmm. ones can't. And they're almost forcing the hand of PlayStation because th- that doesn't seem to be working.
0: It, it doesn't, and I don't think it will work. Well, it, not certainly not yet, but, like, also... Bethesda and Sony have previous because there was that whole thing around they I think it was PlayStation they couldn't get mod support working properly for Fallout 4, Creation Club something mm. like that yeah and and but yet when you see an advert on the telly you see like you know, Fallout Four, not now, or Wolfenstein. What's the what's the branding you see after the advert? What's the console that appears on the screen for, for uh, Generally, oh like most most I, most re- adverts, I can't, re- can't remember. Is it? It's Xbox. PlayStation. No, it's PlayStation. It's PlayStation. Like right. mo- most third party stuff, now it's like you know, on PlayStation.
1: Adam, I fast forward the ads because I want to get to the next okay. part of Love Island.
0: This, oh, of course you did. You know, I don't you know. this whole thing. Like I don't know what you think, Colum, so you Please tell me if you think I'm way off track here. But the whole thing feels a bit. Dirty. Not not by Todd Howard, not by Sony, but just everyone. It's it's all this big It's all this big PR marketing social media thing where it's like the only way this will change is if people actually vote with their wallets. And I'm not saying they should. I'm just saying that's that's like you can tweet a million tweets at Sony saying, Oh Sony, rah you can't see me, but I'm shaking my fist. Like, rah, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm angry and then you go and play Fortnite on PS4. Like the only way that changes is if you change it's it's well, I, you know
1: I, is, that's i mean business across the boards they can yeah but do you believe they, it will they, change they,
0: otherwise do you believe that sony will will like he's again the, the statement is um you can imagine the circumstances affect a lot more than just one game yeah okay fair enough um, i'm confident we'll get to a solution that is a really key part there i'm confident we'll get to a solution which will be understood and accepted by our community but the community is asking to be one able to they play.
1: Want. Well, yeah, <laughs> like
0: the community is saying, "Can I play Fortnite with my friend on Xbox and so- or Switch, please?" And he's saying, well, "No, still- yes, yeah, still- <laughs> no, no, you can't. No, fuck we'll, you. We we'll, we'll give, we we'll give
1: you a sort of a solution, not the one you want, but um, it's imagine, a solution underneath." Imagine, list.
0: column, if they they did it right. But they let hmm. you play, so you could boot your PS4 up, boot Fortnite up, and you could cross-play with PC, iOS, Android when it hits their Switch, but still <laughs> but still not Xbox. <laughs> Can you imagine? Do you reckon, actually, because the community would just go, actually, that's fine, that's all we wanted. We only wanted to be able to play with the Switch people, really. I hope they do that.
1: I mean, it's not going to die anytime soon, unless... PlayStation do actually go, yes, there is crossplay. But we've mentioned on this podcast numerous times before, they're the market leader. Yep. They're in the. There's
0: no reason to do it, really.
1: Yeah, they're in a position where they don't have to make, uh, not allowances, but I don't know, just don't, kind of bring, make exceptions to, to give their me,
0: rule set. Give me a date, Colin. Give me a date when you think Sony will go, okay, it's fine, we'll do it. Give me a date.
1: Uh, this, the the sixth of July, this year. So later this okay, week. This week. Yep. Yep. You heard it I, here first. That's, that's that's what I think because I I feel like video games need <laughs> something. They need something new. They need something exciting. And crossplay would be one thing that would be exciting. But I want a streaming platform produced by Google. That's what I want. I want something called a yeti From Google.com. The the microphone. Do you know what? I didn't think of that. How are they... I mean, a Yeti is obviously a working... It's a blue Yeti, uh...
0: I suppose. But yeah, this way. I mean, if they announce a console called the Google Yeti, I might buy it just because of the name.
1: So Google are potentially launching a streaming platform called a Yeti. Not necessarily a console, but I would imagine... I'd imagine they would, like a Google Home type thing. So, according to Kotaku, Google have been chatting to developers at GDC and at E3 this year, trying to gauge interest on uh, this streaming platform. And Google's pitch, it apparently centred on, like, imagine you were playing The Witcher 3, but on a Google Chrome tab. I was like, right, Okay. Now... Yeah, and little else is known about this at uh, at this time. But uh, do you know, it reminds me a little bit of Microsoft entering the space, where right. pe- people are maybe a little bit surprised at first. But you know, the Xbox has been around now for quite a while. Like Google have a lot of money, Adam. Don't know if you know that they have quite. Oh, they
0: got a lot of money and data. Quite I would a say.
1: lot of coin. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it is... Do you do you think that this could be another Xbox PlayStation or do you think this hmm. is going to be a, 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 an Amazon Fire Stick or or, or is this pure rumor and speculation
0: Well you have to say like Kotaku in general have been pretty good when they they when mm-hmm. they feel I mean they are definitely a site that it's like look if we're going to run the story we've heard enough that we think there's something to this I'd say their their hit rate's been pretty good on this stuff so I would tend to say there's something in it but whether that's more Google doing a like you know that like Apple have tried to do with their sort of 4K Apple TV, they've tried you know when do you remember when they were putting like Guitar Hero out on that? I think Guitar Hero Live came to mm. Apple TV, and I, and they were trying to position the Apple TV as a gaming device as well as your you know, set-up box and your streaming box. I I would be a bit I don't know I just I don't think people are ready to stream games yet like on live and gaikai tried all this sony bought gaikai and i guess that's what they're using for their uh playstation now yeah i just i don't know that i mean it's it's difficult because you can only speak from sort of your perspective and like i now have decent internet as do you you know i remember the days when you could if you wanted to upload a video it would have been like well in about 48 hours i'll get that done do you know what i mean yep but now, like, we've both got better internet, which suggests... Well, oh, to be fair, you've moved. But you know what I mean? Like, generally speaking... <laughs> but
1: but also, also like, I, we, we are definitely in a different space than where we were yes. in 2012 when the Xbox One was announced and it was, like, all online and... Yeah, but, but also people but, but want 4K that, people, gaming now. Like that—that's moved but on people, as well. People want 4K gaming, and still, like you may have good internet, absolutely. I may have good internet, and there are many people listening to this who also may have good internet. But there may also be people listening to this who started downloading the podcast yep. on Wednesday and got it on Friday or something. I don't know. Like, yep, like yep. there, there are still a lot of black spots out there. Yep. Like even I think is it Middle America that's brought up yeah, quite a lot. Absolutely,
0: because. You know, I I liked the way Microsoft talked about, well, I say Microsoft, Phil Spencer himself, um, on, uh, I think it was Giant Bomb After Show, he talked about that stuff, and he's saying, look, that is something we want to do, but he seemed to position it more of, we want that to be an option, like, if you, we want you to be able to pick up your iPhone or Android phone or whatever and stream a game to that. And and Steam are doing that as well a bit. Like, the, the app is mm. kind... I don't think the app's out yet because they had problems with the in-app purchases because Apple don't let people... Basically, if you buy something via store on an Apple device, Apple get a cut, and obviously Steam don't want that. But you can... That app's great. I think that app's a great idea. Like, the Steam app will let you play your games streamed to your phone. And I, I think that's always a nice option but the question i would sort of throw back at you is would that ever be your first choice in the same way like fortnite on switch is great but would it ever be your first choice way to play that game
1: no boss boss but, but if you're if it's tied to your google account i can see people latching onto that maybe it would be easier i don't, look we don't know. We, do, we do really we need don't know.
0: Another, Like I've I've used the NVIDIA Shield, uh, and that does similar where you can download or stream games. I forget the name of the service. Ah, it's really bothering me. Uh, but there's like a service where you can pay a subscription and you get like a kind of, kind of like Game Pass before Game Pass. Um, you know, we, we've had other... I mean, all right, no one as big as Google, but Apple have tried it. And it's like, look, if Apple couldn't do it, and they had support from people like Activision... Mm. It's. I don't know, man. I don't know. I just. I don't know that I want another console.
1: Is there a 10 to 1 chance this could work out, or 7 to 2, or would you like, I don't <laughs> know, 50 to 1? Like, what, what, what kind of odds would you give on this Yeti working out?
0: On it working out? Mm, it's Google, Column. Ooh. Twenty-seven to three.
1: Honestly, I don't care. I'm just trying to link <laughs> to the next story, which is about FIFA Ultimate Team and pack odds coming yeah. to all, to FIFA 19 and all of EA's 2019 titles. So, Daryl Holt, who is the EA Sports COO, he chatted to Eurogamer recently. Uh, about Ultimate Team, Mm -hmm. and he said, quote, for Ultimate Team, when you buy a pack, you know what you are getting. You are getting a certain number of assets that are guaranteed, and we are going to start to do pack odds disclosures that will show you the odds of what you might get. So, other than that, he hasn't really said an awful lot. So, Adam Cook, can Mm -hmm. you... For the uninitiated, because I know you have spent a decent amount of time with FIFA Ultimate Team. Yeah. Can you explain the the layout and, like, people who've never seen it, maybe they're like, so it doesn't tell you how many players well, you might get or how many consumables? It or- does,
0: sort of. Like, if you go to buy a pack now, it will say, like, you're going to get the numbers. I'm, I'm fudging the numbers here, but the ideal here is basically, like, say say this pack will give you 15 players. Sorry, 15 cards. Right, mm-hmm. you will get ten rare, and it might set, or you know, that it might be three rare. But what you actually might get is your in, in your head. You're thinking, oh, three rare. You know, Ronaldo, Messi, you know, Suarez. But what you actually get is three rare versions of like a a consumable that you know lets you give more contracts to your players. Um, yeah, i I guess I don't. I don't. I don't understand
1: what they're getting at here because this Dear, is. Do you not think that this will? Introduce a sort like so whatever it is, it's a twelve pack of cards, and it will say eight of these are there. There is a five to one chance, I don't know whatever the fuck it is, um, that eight of these will be players, and you know three of these may be rare players or like. Do you not think it will be a little bit more friendly to the person who's <sighs> buying it, and See, yeah, maybe give them a bit more of an insight into what they are actually getting rather than just how though saying how how do they break that
0: down like if you if i was just i mean no it's not your job to be fair so you know i'm not you know i won't hold you to it but how do you Thanks. How, how what what do you want to know like when when you buy a pack what do you like yeah, that how many how many know? players
1: how many players and how many consumables right but then if that's the case I'm then like they're going to have
0: it. to change how ultimate team works entirely because those packs generally speaking you if the the, the things you get that are rare you, you d- unless you're spending a lot of money you don't get the Ronaldo's. you you know you don't get those players, you do get, oh, I've got a rare consumable that gives me 20 contracts instead of 10. Again, the numbers, you know, but like, mm. if they literally put you have a 0.0000001%, you wondered how many I was going to go then, didn't you? Um, but, you know, if you, if you put that yeah, that percent chance of getting a Ronaldo, people won't buy them. And they're not going to cannibalise themselves in yeah, that way not, because not, they want uh, you to buy
1: them. Not a, not, like, you don't have to specifically say a Ronaldo. Like, like you so what can, are you saying then, like, you I'm, a, I'm, I'm saying, you buy a, buy a, buy a pack of 12 cards, whatever, and it will tell you, uh, I don't know, like... there is a chance of getting f- a
0: rare 90-plus rated.
1: Y- yeah. That but that's kind of, a shit odds they're, 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 But their hand is being forced ever since Battlefront. And with, yeah, I agree. Um, oh, what was it, Adam? It was Belgium and the Netherlands, I think, was it? See, see the they, thing they is, banned...
0: we need to we sh- i should have i keep meaning to do this right i if I-, I it's a lot of work but they've done this in china haven't they they've had to because in in china they've legally required to give pack odds and i don't know how easy it is to like play the chinese version of fifa ultimate team but i would i would kind of love to just to see cuz i mean that's what that's what they're going to do i would imagine what they're going to mm. do is a version of that but you don't tend to hear much about it because it's in China.
1: As I say, their, their hand is being forced and they don't want to end up with egg on their face because brilliant that would... Thank you. Because that would be... They've had enough egg on their face, man. and L- Less they, brilliant they, now because need...
0: <laughs> you're forcing it a bit.
1: Uh, mm, Jim Carrey! <laughs> Jim Carrey is slated to be Eggman in the Sonic the Hedgehog movie that is coming out next year. Mm. So Deadline had the exclusive on this, that Carrey is in talks with Paramount to play Eggman in in this weird Sonic film that's like half CG, half live action. It's kind of, in my head, I'm picturing Roger Rabbit, to be honest.
0: I wasn't, Uh, but bloody hell now, that's... Oh, my God. Has,
1: has that changed the game? Are you interested? No, no it's done or the opposite. Like, like, I was hoping oh, it was right. just an animated
0: movie that wasn't awful. Oh, God, no, that that's not going to work, Gollum.
1: Jim Carrey as Eggman. Would you not people see him like, more as a Sonic? I wouldn't really see him as either. <laughs> yeah, okay. I d- okay. but The last thing I saw Jim Carrey in was the documentary on Netflix, which is very good. It's that Jim and Andy thing. Did you see that?
0: No, I think the last thing I saw him in would have been... Oh, Dumb and hell. Like, Dumber. No, you know, like, I think probably Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, which was not that much long, you know, less long ago than you know, ninety nine ish. What's he done like that's been big recently?
1: <laughs> All right, that's good. He's no, no, I didn't mean, I didn't
0: big. mean it like that. I actually used to. I, I even liked Cable Guy. I really liked Jim Carrey. Hasn't he gone a bit mad?
1: A little bit, maybe. Which m- m- may made, help. Maybe the whole thing—that
0: whole thing—is like he knew he was going to be in Sonic, so he's been sort of.
1: Oh, that's method me- method acting. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's that's very method. I I think he. It's a. a I don't know. Is it a, a peculiar one to play? play sonic's nemesis but at the same time it's he definitely brings name value like the people who are attached to the film thus far you've james marsden who is in westworld uh which i haven't seen there's um uh, gossip girl actress teeka sumpter as well involved now i think jim carey would bring a lot of name value to to the project but so hang on do we know <laughs> who's playing <laughs> know. sonic uh, I believe that James Marsden guy is, I think. Okay.
0: I was going to uh, say, do you have a person you think should, and you can't say yourself, who should play Sonic?
1: Batista. <laughs> do you know what? I think, I think Actually, he'd be perfect.
0: I completely. Uh, yep. Fair enough. That man, I don't like wrestling, but I tell you what, he's a very good actor. Very good. He,
1: he can do no wrong. I agree. If anyone ever said, hey, Batista, I'm giving you a lawsuit. Giving you a lawsuit as well uh, Because you're a bad actor or whatever I'd be like, no, you can't do that He's very good And I, like Warner Brothers Would respond to those claims Okay? yeah. So, this is a follow-up To last week we we spoke about West Shit, I had an easy tie-in And I completely missed it There's a Westworld actor I was
0: concerned, yeah, I'm worried about you
1: So, Last week we spoke about the Westworld game that was very similar to the Fallout Shelter game. Very similar. And uh Bethesda they issued a lawsuit against Warner Brothers, said that Behavior Interactive, who is the developer behind both Westworld and they were involved in Fallout Shelter as well. They said that they had took animations. There was um trade secrets from Bethesda that they apparently took. And there was a bug that they had replicated in the Westworld game that effectively happened at the same time and it was as it did in Fallout Shelter and it was just very, very, very similar. Now, Warner Brothers has issued a statement to gamesindustry.biz and uh, they said I have it here and I can't feckin' find it they said that they have been assured by Behaviour Interactive that Bethesda's allegations are untrue and that none of Bethesda's code was used in the Westworld game. Uh, moreover, contrary to Bethesda's baseless accusation, Ooh. Warner Brothers at no time induced behaviour to use the Fallout Shelter code in Westworld. Getting getting a little bit snippy there as well. Baseless accusation. Mm, that's a bit,
0: yeah. I I think that last bit's probably true because if Warner Brothers genuinely did go, go on, go on, do it. Mm, like, yeah, I, yeah. Think, I think they're... It's on, almost we won't like, tell, we won't yeah. tell. We, and they'll never... Because it doesn't... Doesn't they'll never the, the, know. Never know. Doesn't like this. The, the reason this is such a sort of in people's minds open and shut case isn't the the bug itself actually from an unreleased or pre-release build of uh, the a Fallout shelter which I, they I actually believe, fixed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you, and they're basically saying you you can't. It's, it's this. You know, it's it's it, it is it. Like I don't know. Mm. It almost, it's almost feels like... I don't know that they should have made any statement because it It feels like this is actually the only time where you should just bury your head in the sand. Because, you yeah, know, we don't know. And obviously you and I aren't going to make claims we can't back up legally. But, like,
1: it's. Um, it just seems pretty open and shut, right? Well, speaking of shot lawsuits, Adam... That was oh. really good. That was a good one. Uh, PUBG Corp, they have decided, do you know what we'll leave it off. We We won't won't, sue ourselves. We we won't sue. Yes. So, yeah, this goes back, uh, God, when was it? It was a couple of months ago that it actually was released to the public, but I think it was in like January that uh, PUBG Corp went about suing Epic Games because, uh, well, effectively, they were like um, Epic copied PUBG for Fortnite Battle Royale. In the past week, um, it has come out. The PUBG Corp have dropped the lawsuit, and there hasn't been any word other than that they've just withdrawn it and seem to gonna kind of go about their business. But as you say, Adam, <laughs> yeah. it was a little bit tricky because they were sort of suing themselves because Tencent owns they a portion. Stakes, yeah, owns a portion of PUBG Corp, and um, do you know what's it called? Uh, uh, Fortnite,
0: yeah. Well, do you know the thing? Like you, you mentioned, you know, a little while ago about cultural references. Do you know the one that jumps? The real hot modern cultural reference that jumps into my head whenever I think about this story. Go on. So, do you know the Blur song "Country House"? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oops, I've got Topical. a lot of money. Whoa! Like it just that's what it seems like. They 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 went up against they 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 put the lawsuit in and they were like, ooh, Epic have got a lot of money. We'll leave it, lads. We'll leave it
1: because like." <laughs> And they, also, we're using their engine.
0: Yeah, and and also, like people like it. And it, it's
1: not; it's like battle royale. Like you know, you're gonna have
0: to sue a lot of people. If you if you're yeah. successful in this one, there's a lot of people you're gonna have to sue. Like Activision are doing battle royale, Battlefield V, um, Realm Royale. I mean, Paladins. If Paladins got away with not being sued about over mm. the Overwatch thing, and now they're doing a battle royale, I think. I mean, it's like Gears of War suing everyone who ever did like an active reload or a cover shooter. Like, it, it's it's a like PUBG is a great idea, idea, but it wasn't even a new idea then, was it? Like, it, it, mm-hmm. yeah, this yeah, is it a wasn't. really strange thing. And like you say, because of the ten cent thing, who have stakes in both and are like the biggest thing ever, you wonder if their bosses just went, lads, come on now, yeah, we're making some d- money. It's all why, fine.
1: Why can't we? Just all be friends. I'd imagine. Would well, you they not just think?
0: Also, sorry. I think. I feel you were going to segue then, but it's an important point to make. Colm. Do you mm-hmm. not feel that? Because you know, Fortnite does the the um, battle pass. Yes, like PUBG does it now too. So, do you not feel like if they got away with that, then Fortnite would just go right? Fine, we'll give you a hundred billion. Also, you're being sued for nicking the battle pass idea for a hundred billion.
1: It's this is how it works. Everyone's taking ideas off of everyone. Because even the <laughs> what's the new PUBG map called again? The one Sandhock. that's like. The one that's more like Fortnite, basically. It's a smaller one. Yeah, Sandhawk,
0: it's called. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's smaller maps, like it and it's
1: but. it's going to be more action based, I suppose, faster, yeah. like like Get Fortnite. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'd, I'd imagine they just sat down, they explained it to each other in simple terms, and everyone understood that it was for the best that they moved on, and that's what a simple explanation can do. It can just really outline. What everyone wants from from the the, the thing and mm. it's it's all fine. I would love an explanation on what Death Stranding is. Now I'm not going to fucking get it. No, that's you the are o- not. That, that's the only thing. So Hideo Kojima, uh, boss of Kojima Productions, which I always enjoy. A game studio, that's just, what'll I call it? My surname is Lovely, that'll do nicely. So he was talking to Variety and uh, he said, when asked to kind of like, well, when about trying to explain what the game is, he said, we live in a time of social networks. In this well time, people... People just want immediate answers, but not only answers. They also want to know what they feel. This is good. This is bad. This is a game I should like. This is a game I shouldn't like. They want answers for what they should think. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I've
0: I've not seen this quote till now. Carry on, please.
1: It's like a math problem where knowing the answer is not that important. The important thing is the process of getting to the answer. No, no,
0: it's not. Like in school, if a teacher says to you what's 2 plus 2 and you say 7, they're not going to go, well, well done for for getting the process right because you didn't get the process right. Well done oh. for adding 3 and 4. I've, I'm overdrawn by £100 and I've got an overdraft of 150 Uh This new console costs £500. Should I buy it? Doesn't. I don't think the answer is important. doesn't matter. <laughs> He is such a wank. I'm sorry. I know you're a massive Metal Gear fan, and I'm probably going to alienate myself from everyone who listens to this podcast. But like, just they—no one wants you to tell them the answer to the like, oh, oh, how does the game end? No one wants that. They just want to know what fucking genre it's in, <laughs> or even what genres it's in. If it's a mix or a mashup, that's all people want to know. They just want him to give them something.
1: And he's a prick. He is like you're. <laughs> You're a big L- Metal listen, Gear fan. Listen, listen, listen. I, I'm massive Metal Gear fan, but I am also aware of the man's, well... Prittity. His, his creative process and the, the misgivings of his creative process maybe at times. I am also, like, the Phantom Pain stuff, I really enjoyed, where... Uh, there was, um, okay, what, what yes. were they called? Moby Dick Studios and the yeah. wrapping the the bandages around and the stuff with Keely, And that was great. That was great. That was good fun. Theatrical presentation. Whereas this, I'm not getting that from this. From this, I'm just getting, to be honest, we're not really sure ourselves yet. So give it time and we'll let you know but but nobody wants to
0: know why I modeled this why this woman has to be naked so she can breathe through her skin it's not important it's not uh, important. Uh, important i'm mm-hmm. i'm uh, listen why i why i modeled that pot plant and spent millions it's not
1: important it, it, it just isn't now a studio I think you can get on board with and an idea and a game you can get on board. We don't Listen, if we're talking about explaining what a game is. We know what this one is anyway because mm. Creative Assembly are apparently working on a, quote, brand new first-person tactical shooter IP. Bang, there you go, straight away. We're like, all right, I, I understand what this game is then. Uh, so VG247 spotted uh, job listings for a senior UI artist and a lead environment Artist uh, uh, For Creative Assembly For this Tactical Shooter I Like it, It's been How long has it been It's been four years Yeah Since Alien Isolation Yep Which is sp- Frightening The game first which of all.
0: Kickstarted your love Of a whole series Didn't it
1: It did indeed Yeah I played yeah. I, I previewed Alien Isolation That's right And then I was like Shit this is very good Then went and watched All of the aliens yep. And then I was like I'm kind of in now. so then I watched all of the Alien versus Predators. That's and then, right, and then watched all the Predators as well. So it's it, it's snow And then I played Alien Isolation, and oh, what was, a game! It was probably my favorite game that year. So like uh, Creative Assembly, whatever comes there's, out next from them that isn't total war because look that's just not my bag there's no chance this I'm is a sequel with... is there
0: like even if they do make it like a tactical shooter like, there's no chance mind you that's not what you really would want from an a- isolation two. It's, they're not making isolation 2 are they i would doubt it what a I, shame I, that is I, I... I mean i'd even take i was going to say a remaster but it was this gen but i would even take a re-release with psvr or, or oculus i mean because there was all that stuff years ago now where they Someone like hacked VR into it or something. I'd even take a proper, like, do you know what I mean? I I mean, we're not yeah. talking about what this game should be or could be. We just, I think, I just desperately want
1: an alien isolation.
0: Mm. Um, the game was so good. Go play that game. If people listening haven't, it should be probably,
1: it's probably a fiver now, isn't it? It's very cheap now, I would imagine, yeah. Or like, a tenner, maybe a tenner. One thing that maybe people are looking forward to, because it has been quite a long time, is the Halo TV series from Showtime five years it's been since it was announced Adam Cook yeah but it is it is coming Showtime CEO David Nevins has assured Halo fans he said Halo is our most ambitious series ever fucking very (laughs) (laughs) lofty claim there now and we expect audiences who have been anticipating it for years to be thoroughly rewarded in the history of television there simply has never been enough great science fiction End quote. So, Halo is going to be that great science fiction that tele-audiences have been looking for for fucking their lives, basically. Does uh, does a Halo TV series have as much weight in 2018 as it did in 20... whatever that would be, 13? I don't think uh, so.
0: And I also wonder what what or whom it's going to be about. Like, Master Chief...
1: Well actually I, I should I, th- I should say as well. Sorry, Adam, I should say. Mm. Like yeah, like it's not coming out this year. It's going into production in next year. So like okay. I don't know when this is gonna be coming out. Now Halo Infinite could really it could get everyone back on side and the series could be propelled to heights it's never seen before. I don't know. But as as of right now, it doesn't have the same cachet that it did five, six, seven I, years I ago. I
0: don't think Halo f- does full stop and i don't i say that kind of in a sad way like i, I actually think halo 4 and 5 were good games and halo wars 2 is an, is an excellent game i just i don't know i think a lot of games are going to start doing this where they drop the number because it's just it's an accessibility thing But I, I don't know halo's in a really weird spot because the way they like microsoft at e3 showed it it was exciting but they're kind of doing the same thing that Kojima's doing. Was like, well, you probably know it's a first-person shooter because it's got Halo in the title. But what is that game? And like, will it coincide with this show? Because I don't know. That's that's that, that's not worked brilliantly in the past. You know, maybe we get like Halo Infinite. It's like, oh, it's 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 the Quantum Break thing where there's a, you know. There's a TV mm. show on the day, di- or maybe it's just this. It's, I think it needs to be this separate thing in the Halo universe. But then, does that preclude you from having like the Chief or the Arbiter in there? You know what, what's? I, don't, I I quite would I'd quite enjoy a Halo TV series if it was just a retelling of the Halo games, but like on a massive budget, looking amazing.
1: That would be a cool sci-fi show, I think. <laughs> To what we've been playing this week, and Adam, you mm. have been hopping in the driver's seat and yep, turning the key in the ignition. Yes, and heading up to Top Gear mm. like Jeremy Clarkson. You have mm. you're a modern day Jeremy Clarkson. That's unkind. I, I've and all of them: Richard Hammond and James May. Every la- still and unkind. Matt, Matt LeBlanc. And the other lads that I can't, I don't, I don't know who else is in. I don't think it matters days.
0: once you get past
1: Joey, does it? They probably not. Adam, you've been playing the crew, yes, two, the second one of the crews, <laughs> and I hear that it's it's full of brilliant attitude. That's what I want yes. to address first, because okay. I, well, I hear I've played the the first bit, and oh, it was quite jarring. <laughs> well, that I don't, carries I, on. I, I couldn't really get past. The concept of what the crew two is. Explain what the cr- concept of the crew two is, please. Well, it's
0: it's basically up your social media, fake social media follow account. There's, they never actually mention what it is, by the way. You, you're getting followers, but they never say like on Twitter or on Facebook or on Instagram. It's it's supposed even this... have
1: like a fake one, like a cargram. or
0: No, because like lo- there's a thing called live, but that's like the, I think some sort of production company in the game that put on the TV show events, if you know what I mean, and there's extreme, mm. which is, it's very confusing, but they never actually say, no, they, no, because at the end of some of the cutscenes they even say like, hey, be sure to follow us on our social platforms, and it's like, you don't even, you haven't even committed enough to the idea that you made up a fake one.
1: Like, they've made up a fake country, America's called Motor Nation, so they could have very <laughs> easily just said, yeah, motor network like they could i don't know fucking whatever probably Motor... maybe
0: would be better than that but probably. Well, would it would it though that's the thing
1: <laughs> so yeah it's it's about accruing followers which you get by i'm Doing guessing stuff. Win, winning races well not necessarily
0: winning and is one of the problems a lot of them are finishing the top 3 and i feel like the reason they've done that is because the rubber banding is so bad or so Good, I suppose, whichever way you put it. But like, in other words, you could be first for five minutes. They, you, you crash a little bit, and then you're eighth, which is last, and then you lose the race, and you've wasted your time. And I feel like if they'd made you have to finish first in every race, like it wouldn't have got a five out of ten on video game. It would have got a one because you, w- the frustration would be off the charts if you had to win every race. Mm. um It's there's no place for rubber banding in a, in a modern driving game. I really don't think there is. Like, the AI should be better. They should be designed better. But like, the actual racing is fun. There are some good fun moments. Like There are some good courses. There's some bad ones too. Again, very average in that respect. Um, do you think I've hit home enough how average this game is going?
1: I, I think so. But the, the hook is quite mm. cool, isn't it? Like The yes. the idea of, of going from car to plane to turning into a boat, landing in the water, and then back into a plane to a car to land on the road and create some cool stunts yourself. Is it not... It is, and like when you you
0: hit that perfectly, you feel like a total badass to to borrow their lingo, which they probably don't even say that. But like you you know you're flying along to and you borrow, do a load of uh, direct
1: from the game. from the crew
0: to script yes, um it no it's cool it's it's cool to sort of like you turn into a power a power boat a speedboat and you land just at the right angle and you you sort of almost the the fall from the plane to the boat kind of gives you inertia and you, you carry on and then you go back into the sky and then you land on a motorway and carry on in the car and it is cool the, the problem is they don't really do enough with it. it it's once you've done it a few times in the open world you realize that you don't really have to because you can just jump to wherever you want to on the map via the menus and the actual races that use that gimmick you don't control it uh, so you'll go off a ramp and at a set point, it will auto change you to the boat because you're going to land in the water. And I, so- I sort of understand why they've done that, because that would cause even more frustration if you accidentally flicked left and went into a boat when you meant to be a car. Mm-hmm. You'd have ruined or, the race. Or
1: if you like, were, in, were in a car, just turned into a plane and flew... Like instead yeah. of following the course, just flew straight to the finish line or whatever.
0: Well, well, that's the thing. They anchor you to that race by having checkpoints you have to pass through. And if you do miss one, you either have to go back and go through it, or you hit um, a left and right bumper, and it puts you back on track. So they because otherwise, yeah, that would be like you just cheat, wouldn't you? But it doesn't matter because you can't do that. Those races are unfortunately they're not as exciting as they should be. Uh, I found most of my time the most fun thing to do was to fly around in a plane and try and time the transformation of you know plane to car and landing on top of a high rise that was always fun um or to just see how much impact i could get from like turning from a a, a plane and most of the fun is from turning in from a plane into something turning into a boat and just smashing into but things. that's
1: what i mean is that not is is there is is that not a good enough time for you adam
0: absolutely not mate it's it's that's not what the game's supposed to be about and I tell, what, I tell you what, there is another little fun thing I found is that it, there's these weird little loading things where the, the, the cool dudes are talking to you and like sometimes there's two people talking and one's like a, a grumpy old man, a grizzled sort of yeah, well, in my day and NAM we didn't race like this and then there's Excuse a woman me? who's like hey, 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 don't be so lame, pops um, and, and I'm barely even paraphrasing, if I'm honest that he's not far off um, but they chatted wonderful,
1: to wonderful accent work thank you, Excellent. thank you Top-notch. I'm known for
0: it um, but they, they you, they're talking to you as you're sort of the, the game's loading, and you get to the, the end part of the load where there's a gate, and you're just driving into the gate because it hasn't finished loading. And then what I found was a really fun thing, and 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 to, to the listeners, if they if they haven't tried this, this is a great fun. When the when the gate opens up, it says like get to the starting grid, and you, I don't know why it counts down. Even there's a counter up It's like, well, I'll just get there when I'm ready. Thanks, you're a game. Anyway, you get there, and my favourite thing to do in this game, right, was to because there's a certain point that it wants you to get to and then it gives you like a quick cutscene, like you know three two one ready to go my favorite thing to do was to see if I could miss that spot on the map it wants me to be at and just smash into the other cars waiting patiently on the starting line I found that to be great fun every time and I was always almost annoyed when I failed it Uh, but it's a a beautiful looking game it is a glorious looking game at times Uh, unfortunately they haven't quite filled the world with enough to do. Like, it's very strange because it's an enormous open world. And I wonder if this is a reaction to people say with Ubisoft games, oh the world's too big and there's too much to do. So they've kind of made kept the world big, but not put the stuff to do in there. Uh,
1: like I find uh, that so strange. Like the the fact that you can you can also bypass this uh, uh, kind of uh, this recreation of America by jumping straight to And I would recommend you events. do, by the way. I would recommend really? you do
0: do that, because otherwise you're just driving aimlessly. Like, you know the, the whole marketing thing of, like, hey, you can drive from one side, you know, east to west coast. Mm-hmm. That's What's great. What's the point? Why? Yeah, why would I do that? There's, you know, oh, hang on, there's a thing popped up, photo op nearby. Take a picture of a bird. Okay, sure. That's what I come to driving games for. Mm. Like it's it's got some, some really cool ideas in the transformation stuff. It's got a beautiful world, but... Kind of for every time you think, I mean, this is exactly that's why the review is like right down the middle is because every time you think of something good, something bad comes up. Like, you know, there's a frustration for everything you enjoy, and it really does split the difference. And it feels like in 12 months' time, this will be a terrific game, but it also feels par, like
1: par for the course uh, with, well, modern with Ubisoft all games. games. <laughs> but yeah. even Ubisoft games, like you look at Rainbow Six Siege, For yeah. Honor to a point. Yeah, like perhaps maybe this will be filled with with oh, things over the next year. And I wonder what
0: they'll do with it, Colin. I wonder if we'll hmm. get a crew three because if we do, it needs to really it needs to lean into the arcade and and stop worrying. I mean, like maybe if they added damage modeling, like when you smash your cars up, if it was like burnout and you smashed it, so up so and that's you had to what I was just it. about
1: to say. Are you not just looking for a new burnout paradise then?
0: Well, isn't everyone looking for a new burnout paradise?
1: You know, okay, fair fair but they they may over the next year change a couple of things and turn it into a a real playground of sorts Mm. because (laughs) Fortnite is doing that so You know, that's going to be popular, I suppose. Adam Cook, you have played a little bit at time of recording because it is only only only, just out.
0: Yeah, like this morning at time of recording, it's out. So I played about an hour of it. Um, So
1: explain to me, uh, a person who isn't that familiar with Fortnite's Playground mode. What is it? so Fortnite's
0: playground mode is the thing well they did they did i think they released it and then they pulled it quickly because basically it was i don't know if it was a server issue or what but this is the mode i never thought they'd do because this is the mode that pubg needs so in Fortnite's playground mode you can team up as you would with you know two three or four of uh, sorry two three of your friends so a team of four and you can jump into the world but it's just you in it it's just you four people in that map or on your own, if you want, or with you know duos. Mm-hmm. And you can go around exploring it, looting it. Um, you, can, you can still hurt you. You, know, you and your friends can kill each other, but you then respawn. So this is literally a playground. This map is now a playground, and you can get resources. You can, this is a way... The thing about PUBG, a lot of people say, and I'm one of them, is that the thing it needs is it needs a tutorial where I can get good with the guns. That's what this is. You and your friends can go and loot stuff, pick up guns, pick up. You can get good at the building. So
1: yeah, so this is a, a, a sandbox mode where you can yep. just go in. And do you have unlimited resources? Like, can well, you... it's, it's
0: the world, so you can you can just go wherever you want. You know, if you can just walk from one side of the map to the other, or get you know, you could kill yourself, I suppose, or get killed, and then you, you parachute out again. And it literally is like every round, it starts a new round almost. But you get it, you get an hour hour session to play on that map but it and doesn't
1: but it like when you're saying you and three of your friends there isn't a kill counter or anything like there there's no way to win this game unless you actually set rules yourselves like i don't think uh, it goes that far i don't think it's like completely
0: custom games but the whole point of this is that it's a playground where you can you know, like you can be chatting to me. So I've gone over to you know tilted or whatever, and I'm I'm looting over here, and then we'll meet up here and we'll have a shoot. Like well, yeah, I, I my son when had to go say, this morning. When I say you set yeah.
1: rules, I mean oh, yeah, on, almost the, like yeah. kids kids in the playground. Like oh, I shot you first. Like that's well, that is exactly what my
0: son did this morning when he took over. He and his friend before school, they decided they were going to loot up. Get to a certain point in the map, they would build up a tower. I think they even agreed on a height for the tower that they would build, and then it's like three, two, one. See who kills each other first, and it given the opportunity. Like I think it, my son George was trying to snipe his mate while well, his mate was like taking out the, um, the the actual tower. So yeah, like that is it's literally a playground, and I'm so impressed at the speed that they iterate upon Fortnite. And I I think in a way they have to because not to compare too directly, but when you see PUBG's player count dropping. And Fortnite's just getting bigger. Mm-hmm. I think that's in large part to just the amount of t- time, resources, and honestly, ideas that they keep coming up with. Like this is—I didn't think a, d- a game would do this. It's so cool. Um I don't know how much. You know, it's—it's it's like any, I guess, tutorial mode. How how much you what you get out of it is what you know what you'll put into it. But mm-hmm. it's so cool.
1: You were almost a Jill sandwich. It's me, Mario. Would you kindly? It, Let's go, Bob. This is my favourite store on the Citadel. War never changes. Every week on the Video Gamer Podcast, I test the gaming knowledge of my colleagues with a simple game called Who Am I? I give five clues to the identity of a video game character and you, freelancer Adam Cook, must give me the correct answer. All you have to do is say stop and then give me said answer clue number one. My first appearance in a video game came in 1997. 1900 and 97. Okay. Clue number two. I have since appeared in a fighting game series on top of others and have even made an appearance in a movie or film. Film. Clue Mm. number three. I have been described by a designer, I've put my designer, but I think I'm just going to say, a designer as part of the team that made me, as a, quote, mother, a sweetheart. A mother, a sweetheart. Clue number four. On top of that, though, I'm also a bartender. (laughs) I have absolutely no idea. And clue number five This might be the dead giveaway Clue number five And I am a member Of an eco-terrorist group That With the protagonist's help Saves the world Obviously
0: Do you know how many games Are released every week? I'll go through the clues again. There's absolutely no need. <laughs> um, my, my is first appearance Jade in video... from Beyond Good and Evil? No, I don't no know. it's not. Um, okay.
1: And also, not you're, not, you're not adhering to the rules. Oh sorry, I, stop. I, I, is it Jade y- from yes? Beyond Good and Evil? No, no it's not. Okay. Clue number one, first appearance in a video Seven. game in 1997. Uh, clue number two, I've since appeared in a fighting game series and have made an appearance in a movie. Clue number three, I've been described by a designer on the team as a, quote, mother, a sweetheart. Clue number four, on top of that, I'm also a bartender. And clue number five, I am also a member of an eco terrorist group that with the protagonist's help, saves the world, obviously. He had I, I can Stop. hear Divine Inspiration, Adam is it Cook. Tifa from Final Fantasy VII? And this week's winner Blimey. is Adam Cook. I'll give it to you. You didn't give me I mean, can you give me the surname?
0: Lockhart. Well done. Very good. Well done. I didn't Adam want to Cook. say it in case I was wrong. <laughs>
1: but you've got to trust your gut here and who am I so to go through the clues my first appearance in a video game came in 1997 yes Final, Final Fantasy 7 yes. uh, clue number 2 I've since appeared in a fighting game series or, or I never know how to pronounce see this. that's, it? that's or, the or, one. Guys, or,
0: or oh right that's, that's what was throwing me I just could not th- I was literally going through my head thinking well what characters have been in a non-fighting game mm. I, was trying, I was running through like Soul Caliber guest characters I nearly said Yoda
1: and I've and made an appearance in a movie Final Fantasy Advent of course, Children yeah. uh, Clue number three I've been described by my, mother, by my mother By my designer as a mother A sweetheart Which I mean Wikipedia is brilliant I'd I've f- never I- heard I- that ish- quote I'll ish- be honest uh, Clue number four On top of that though I'm also a bartender And clue number five I am a member of an eco-terrorist group uh, Called Avalanche uh, That with the protagonist's help Saves the world Obviously the protagonist being yeah. Cloud the game Final Fantasy 7 and the lady Tifa Lockhart well I know I I, I, I know that you hold Final Fantasy 7 dear So you should be a little bit ashamed that it took you so long if anything
0: no I am and I've been stressing about this all day Questions, theories, comments and queries. Column: this doesn't work because the only word that rhymes with queries is theories. Mm-hmm. Um, unless, hang on. Questions, theories, comments and queries and some oranges.
1: Cool. So every week on the Video Gamer Podcast. We turn to you, dear listener, for your questions, theories, comments, and queries, uh, which you can send in to us at any stage in the week by emailing podcast at videogamer.com or every Tuesday before we record the podcast, we send a call out on twitter.com via our Twitter username, videogamer.com. Uh asking for your feedback, whatever you want to whatever you want to be heard on the Video Gamer podcast and you send stuff. It's an amazing process, really, Adam, isn't it? You know? It's just that communication. The whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's it's incredible how it works. Daniel Got in touch Uh, Daniel who emailed last week And Daniel said Holy shit You read my email Thanks for the giggles guys Jim The accent isn't far off But a little less Giddy pheasant shooting landlord Would be much (laughs) appreciated Uh, Replies were uh, Absolutely Possibly thoughtful Question Question Super Meat Boy is a game I've gone back to on and off for about three years. It's balls hard, and after 30 minutes of fun times, I rage quit and vow to never play it again. Yet three months later, I'm wanting meat again. I love this game, but I fracking hate it too. Which game are you compelled to return to despite its frustrating aspects? Which game do you hate that you love? Many thanks, Daniel. Thank you, Daniel. Thank you. No, I feel like this question couldn't be asked to a more... Mm. appropriate person than you Adam Cook you do you also enjoy Super Meat Boy but does does it frustrate you? I don't think
0: Super Meat Boy is actually a frustrating game because I I understand where he's coming from but with with Meat Boy I feel like there's no one. Oh, this sounds really awful, but like with Meat Boy, I'd never get angry at myself because I knew every death was my fault. I've rephrased that because I was initially going to say to Daniel that when he dies, it's his fault, and it felt a bit aggressive. <laughs> and <needlessly laughs> that is a little so. bit aggressive. We so, like Daniel here. Yeah, right? he's like a Daniel really nice alone. chap. He yeah. is. He's a good um, lad. Yeah. But like Meat Boy, I feel is one of those glorious games that like in, you instantly reload. And I mean, listen. You know me, Colin. Meat Boy one of my favorite games of all time. I think that game is probably one of the up there with Mario World as one of the pin, pinnacles of plat. Oh bloody hell! I shouldn't have even tried that. Pinnacles of platforming perfection. Frustrate games that you return to that are frustrating. Though I think, and I don't know about you, but these days, unless I'm reviewing a game and I have to, um, why would I, you go back to something that frustrates you? To not. Yeah, I mean. I've had some odd situations like Assassin's Creed Origins when everyone was sort of putting reviews up and they were like, oh, this game's amazing. They finally got it back on track. I was actually just catching up, so I was playing, playing Horizon Zero Dawn and i in love with that game. And so I started Assassin's Creed Origins and right on the back of Horizon, that game felt so slow and cumbersome. And it was only six months later for that one that I went back and started enjoying it. But I found it frustrating how... It, you know, it just felt so awkward compared to the sort of smoothness of Horizon. I don't know. Well, I, I, Dark I, Souls, I, guess, I suppose Dark Souls, I, Souls is, yeah, is one I, of I them.
1: Like, I get what Daniel is saying in that it is like, for instance, I, like I remember hammering Trials Evolution and trying to, yeah, to, to guess something resembling a decent time to, cause, uh, because because yeah, you've your friends leaderboard and you're going like, fuck's sake. Yep. Make you a bastard I'm trying to fucking beat you And you just can't do it And it, like it is those Twitch Type of platformers Or games Like a Meat Boy Like a uh, A Trials Like a Celeste even From earlier this year Which I Adore Celeste Yeah same. One of One of my favourite games of the year Easily uh, So far I'd uh, say those. But, yeah, but like the, the, the frustrations Are always internal I feel You know Like <sighs> I very rarely Return to a game That Frustrates me Because of what it's doing or what it's failing to doing. It's I suppose it's more what I'm failing to do.
0: Yeah, I mean, honestly, for Dark Souls, for me, it's like I am one of those fans of the Souls series that I actually do recognise its faults. And I'm, not, I'm one of these that do, do think there should be a, a, an option, a, a mode for people who just want to enjoy what's there without being completely obfuscating everything. And I do think that Dark Souls, for example, Remastered, I think is still a great game, but it has absolutely showed that... I think the series. Well, listen. If I said stuff that's unpopular about Kojima, I may as well. In for a pound, in for a you know, in for a dollar, in for a pound. I don't know what the saying is, but basically, I think the Soul series got better as they went on. Um, which is going to be really unpopular, but I think they they got better. I found that they the, the early ones are very frustrating.
1: Binster asks, "What's the scariest non-horror game you've ever played?" Bloody hell! Uh, I, I have one. I have yeah, one. Yeah. Okay. Go easy. For it. Easy for me. To be quite honest Echo the Dolphin <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure Gen- Genuinely Frightened the living Shit out of me Now people For those who aren't aware Of Echo the Dolphin wh- Why it is the scariest Thing um, it's the Scariest non-horror game I've ever played At the beginning of Echo the Dolphin You swim around you're a dolphin, right? On the Mega Drive. You swim around and you go blop, blop. And you talk to other <laughs> dolphins, right? And they they say these things like, to the skies, the world is beautiful and blah, 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 blah. And you're going, all right, okay, cool, cheers. And then you go to another dolphin, you go blub blop. And then that dolphin says, fucking, the blue in the air is wonderful and marvellous. And you go, all right, cool. And you go to another dolphin, you go blub blop. And then he goes, just jump into the fucking sky, okay? <laughs> so, You do that, and once you do that, the screen flashes red, and there's this harsh, harsh scratching and clawing noise that comes out of the TV speakers as the entire sea is swept up into the air in a sort of a twister-like fashion, and they just all go fucking, I don't know, they die, whatever they do, right? They just go off into different areas of the world. It frightened the living shit out of me. Genuinely. I remember playing, because... You couldn't save Echo the Dolphin, right? Those, those are those, those, those glory days. So you would have to start it at the beginning each time. I'm not misremembering that. I don't think Echo Echo the Dolphin wasn't one of the ones with the little yellow. Uh, they had a name, didn't they, on the Mega Drive? The little yellow notches in the cartridge, which meant you can save. Um, Bloody hell! You, it's you good can knowledge. save. State I games. don't remember,
0: but it's good knowledge.
1: But this, yeah, because you had to start it each time terrified me like more than anything in the in the world and still does I'm getting PTSD Adam do you know can you think of a non-horror game that Um, scares
0: you Kirby Star Allies scares me because that That game's so poor that every time I thought about having to play it again it would just make me the fear I mean the stock answer I suppose is is Animal Crossing because it's an obsessive game and Tom Nook is just the devil incarnate who you know it's designed to make you Fearful of the future in mortgages, so...
1: And it does that in It spades. does that well. Clarky got in touch. Hey, guys. Are you guys looking forward to Crackdown 3? Because I was, but since the E3 showing, I'm just worried it's looking a little bit Saints Row, i.e. just running around, blowing stuff up, and not much else. I know, Adam, you were quite the fan of yeah. the original Crackdown, and I think the second one. But I am I, am I wrong in saying the second one?
0: No, I, I actually I enjoyed the second one. I, I see a lot of, I don't want to say revisionist history, but people talking about it like it was a bad game. It's kind of the same, but more, and they added those orbs that could run away from you. Um, I was very excited to, for Crackdown 3, but I think it's, do you know, you know once you get over that hill and then you're just downhill, it feels a bit like that now. I, I think they're on a hiding to nothing. I don't, I, I mean, Clarkey says, you know, I'm worried it looks a bit Saint's so just running around blowing stuff up and not much else. I mean, that's kind of always been Crackdown, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think they're going to put some amazing story in it. I don't think it's going to do much more than be a modern crackdown game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still would like to play it because it's become a curiosity at this point, hasn't it? You know, what's uh, that game going to be?
1: Same logic. Got in touch and said, purchased Hollow Knight for my Switch a few days ago and I'm loving it. With that in mind, what is your favourite Metroidvania-style game? Keep up the awesome work. You keep up the awesome work. Same logic. Thank you. Adam, you played Hollow Knight. I did. Well, you played it on PC a year ago or whatever. And you played it on Switch recently. reviewed it for us. Yep. Um, You very much enjoyed it, didn't you? Uh, I did, yeah. I
0: think it's a superb game. Uh, But it's not my favourite.
1: What is your favourite?
0: Ori and the Blind Forest. I will sing songs about that game because Please it, do, go on, fire away. No, I haven't prepared one. I can. Okay. I mean, listen, you're the boss, but like I need <laughs> some time to at least get the guitar. Um it's that game has everything. It has the difficulty I was I would like, you know, the challenge rather. It has the visuals, some of the best this gener or any generation. It's a glorious looking game. I feel like the story has enough there because sometimes in, in Metroidvanias you, you know the story can take a back seat but I think there's enough reminders in this of what you're doing uh, it's why Ori and Will of the Wisp is like my most anticipated probably I, I just think those games well that, that original game it was like when it was around the time everyone was going. Oh, Microsoft have got no games. Yeah, they do. They're just really bad at promoting them, and that mm-hmm. was one of them. And then they re-released it as like whatever it was, Definitive Edition or Complete Edition, and then they did it again and didn't promote it again. And it's probably their best exclusive, and everyone should play. It's on PC as well, by the way. Like if you like Metroidvanias, you will love Ori and the Blind Forest.
1: The one that comes to my mind is Guacamole. Oh, yeah, I great game. Fucking love Guacamole. They're making another one of them, aren't they? I keep they forgetting are, about that. Yeah, Guacamele Two is meant to be out. Have, oh, they have said it's this year, haven't they? I'm not I, sure. It's sort of they announced no, it and it was no, exciting, you know and it's kind of gone away again. They said they said it was coming soon when hmm. when they announced it. So that's all we know of that. But the original Guacamele I adored. No, maybe there is the wrestling connection as well, which kind of got me in. But the art style, the yeah. the combat was great. There was the the um, oh what the, the you could basically switch worlds. Like some enemies yeah. were in one plane, the others were in the other, uh, and like actually, which reminds me a little bit of Outland. Do you remember Outland? Yeah, well, which,
0: the, the the where, where the color the Ikaruga, yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I really enjoyed that too. But uh, yeah, I. Really, really looking forward to Guacamole too. Yeah. And Michael asks, peanut butter, crunchy or smooth? Smooth. Oh, all right. I mean, I would say neither because peanut butter's fucking vile. Yeah,
0: but, like, you're the guy who says he doesn't like that stuff but then likes satay chicken. Yeah, but satay sauce is nice. But satay Which, sauce uh, what's, is nice. What's the main ingredient of satay sauce?
1: Probably satay. Mm, like, that, yeah, okay. That's um, sure. going to be or, it's peanuts. Or, uh, no, it's not. It's it's Definitely a kind of is. it's a really creamy, nice satay. There there are no peanuts involved in the making of satay sauce, thankfully, because otherwise I wouldn't like it. Uh, and certainly no peanut butter.
0: Like actually, if you're making homemade satay sauce, you can use peanut butter. Literally, can use peanut butter. So why
1: why are you so so uh, so confident in your answer when you say? Smooth peanut butter is this? <laughs> because the question was which do you prefer, and I just answered it
0: honestly. Yeah, peanut butter smooth. I don't. I don't mind crunchy. I just prefer smooth. So, you know. Yeah. There's no complicated answer to it, Colin I'm, I don't know what to tell you.
1: Cool. So that just about does it for this week's edition of the Video Gamer Podcast. Thank you very much, dear listener, for listening. Of course, if you want your opinion, queries, comments, and. Theories, oranges, uh, hearts on the show you can email us at any stage throughout the week podcast at videogamer.com you can also if you want a little bit more you are of this podcast and get it 24 hours early and get an extra podcast every Friday you can become a VGBG VIP by heading to patreon.com forward slash videogamer and uh, for only $4.50 You get all the things that I just said You can subscribe to us as well Via all your podcasting apps As well as the iTunes podcast app Where you can rate us And myself and Rich have decided only 7 stars That's what we will be accepting Thank you very much You can also follow us on Twitter I am at Colum underscore Hearn Adam is at Jeebus F And Video Gamers and all of your relevant social networks Twitter, Facebook and Instagram Which... I am loving. I just want to. <laughs> I just want to say that video gamer get on Instagram is my new favorite. I have tur- the video gamer Instagram account is now mine.
0: You're on <laughs> trend. Well done.
1: I I know. Yeah, I'm about three or four years too late, but I'm very much enjoying it. Uh, also, YouTube, YouTube.com forward slash video TV. But for all well, of your video gamer needs just head to Videogamer.com and now it's time for my least favorite part of the show. This is the part of the show bid the listener adieu. So say goodbye, Adam Cook. Goodbye, everybody. Love you. And say goodbye, Conor Mahern, Sloan. Go for.